We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waberhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. I have the worst song stuck in my head. I've had it stuck in my head for about five days, and I think that it's following me. Cause it's a remix to Ignition. Oh, <laughs> no. kitchen. Mama rolling that body. Got every man in here wishing. No. Tipping our coke and rum. I'm not so old drunk. It's Need a freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have this. <laughs> bounce, 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 bounce. It will not leave my head and i haven't heard that song in so long for some reason it popped back into my head and i was out last night at a bar and it started playing for the first time in (laughs) eight years where have you heard that song played in public in the past 10 years and i'm worried i'm like am i gonna get pissed on soon is that what that means (laughs) you know it's a shame because r kelly's a pisser he, that used to be a song that I really enjoyed for drunkenness and like put it on the party mix, you know. And and now it's absolutely R. Kelly is fucking unforgivable. He should have been shot into space, you know, a while ago, and he still is. It seems like he's doing okay. And so now, you know, we can't put remix to our ignition on our playlist anymore, rightfully so. But it's it. At first, I experienced that as a loss. I really liked that song. Well, not at the bar I was at last night. They don't seem to care. <laughs> But he was he did he piss on people without their consent? Oh, it was a fourteen year old. Ah, that is the rub. Yes, yes, very <laughs> much without consent. Ah, in, in, in several ways. Yes, that mm. yes, he is a very bad dad. I don't know why I always remember the piss part of the story and not the fourteen-year-old part of the story. I think the piss part got more play, as piss as as wants to do. You know, people love a good piss story, but people do love a good piss story. But she was a child. Yeah, that's the that's the especially bad part. That's rough, huh? Yeah. So I shouldn't be singing this song all over the place. Definitely not. Um, mm. Again, I I did. I, I feel for anybody who had to grieve the lo- that song i i used to in uh, in circa 2007 i put it on all my mixes but i mean it's a great song the times are changing but the the video came out in 2002 yeah i, w- I was behind the times i think <laughs> in 2007 we've always been behind the times well that's what's amazing about it is that the video came out in 2002 and ignition was like 2000 Four or 2005 it had like, a, he skated yeah he had a lot of longevity though people loved that song <laughs> <laughs> there's, just, there's so much about like that shit that people just get skated over with people love that song yeah people love it 
the more than they hate peeing on a child. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, guys, and I hope that it's not stuck in your head, but I felt the need that I needed to say it out loud to someone. Because you know when it's just like going around and around in circles and I just don't know what to do with myself? Mm Mm-hmm. Now I get that. Well, the my song with that, of course, it's the same one everyone's had for the last year's Despacito. Oh yeah, that's that's the one that gets stuck. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> it gets stuck in my head at, at inopportune times for no fucking reason, and it just makes me mad. It has definitely been in my head since Sunday at the Grammys. I'm walking around my house being like, Despacito. Like ah. I cannot help it. It is just <laughs> in such there. A bad song. <laughs> I'm so glad it didn't win anything. Because oh, it doesn't deserve anything. Oh, I, I see. I'm, I'm totally, totally in the other camp. I'm like, it was, I mean, one thing that I thought was kind of fun about it was that it was the first time in the 60-year history of the Grammys ever that a song has been sung in Spanish at a performance. All right. So that's kind of right, neat. that's nice. Um, I guess I, I shouldn't say I enjoy the song. I just find it very annoying. I know and technically that makes it a, a perfect pop song. Right. If you can't get it out of your head, that's that's the point. That's the thing. I feel like it, it, it I feel I, like my annoying, like I feel like it's as annoying as like, the Bruno Mars song, honestly, the Champagne on Ice. Like I just, hey, I, 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 I enjoy a Bruno Mars song, but it's like poppy, annoying. Like it gets in your head, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and I'll dance. I, I'll, I like I, when I when I hear Despacito. I don't feel annoyance as much as I feel like, ooh, I'm getting into this, and that's how I feel about Bruno Mars. But then later, I'm annoyed because it won't leave my head, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, the other song that also gets stuck in my head pretty hard is the one that won best pop solo performance is Shape of You, which I did not that know. That song. I d- actually did not, because I know that song, of course, and I've known that song for fucking months. I did not know that was Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like the only song I know of Ed Sheeran. I had no idea that was Ed Sheeran. I, I didn't even know what Ed Sheeran did. Mm. I just knew that song existed and that it got stuck stuck in my fucking head. I didn't know that was Ed Sheeran. See, that's... Now I, and now I know for a fact that I hate Ed Sheeran. That's, that's a pop yes. song I actually hate. Despacito, yes. I actually... I, if that comes on, I'm not like, ah! Like, I actually like... I kind of I kind of like it. They occupy the exact same space in my head. So, okay, that's fair. Like, I, I, I am much more in the realm of enjoying Despacito. I shouldn't have said that about Bruno Mars. I enjoy Bruno Mars. It's just like it gets, you know, he's he gets in your head and he's everywhere. But but Shape of You, I fucking hate that song. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I find <laughs> I find Ed Sheeran completely intolerable. Yes. There is something I don't know if it's just it, it includes the way he looks, it includes the way he holds himself. He wasn't at the Grammys and everybody booed him when he won. <laughs> he wasn't there. You're going to make me listen to that song all year. You can't show up at the fucking Grammys. The all of the other songs on that fucking list were way better than that song, including and they were all done by women, which is the whole thing of the whole thing right now. Yeah, Alessia, Grammys. Alessia Curry was, I think, the only woman to win anything, and yeah. um, Kesha's song should have won over fucking Ed Sheeran any day. That song was so good. Yeah, but also Lady Gaga's Million Reasons, I. Will cry every time I listen to it. Every single time I listen to it, I cry. I, I like that it. song. I, lo- I actually love that song. It's yeah. a fucking great song. Yeah, I'm all right with that too. Right. Like, I th- anybody could have won over Ed Sheeran. Yes, because it was Kelly Clarkson, Kesha, Lady Gaga, Pink, and Ed Sheeran. I love all of the other women in that way more yes. than fucking Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Ed Sheeran. Um, yeah, I felt my, 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 yeah, my takeaway from the Grammys, I did enjoy Despacito. <laughs> I was fine with Bruno Mars winning everything, although I wanted Kendrick to win everything. 
Um, I didn't think he should have won everything, though. It was the same thing as last year, where it's like, it's the same people that win everything, but then he even won Best R&B Album. It's like, give that to somebody else. Like, this is pop music. It's right. not R&B. I, 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 at least of what I consider the different categories. Right, like, even if Childish Gambino had won, like, right, mix it up, right? Like, at least Kendrick did win for Best Rap Song and Best uh, Rap, what else, the other thing that Kendrick won for. I feel like he should have won for Best Album. But if even if he hadn't, any, again, other, the other people, like, I like Bruno Mars. I don't dislike Bruno Mars. I always have a good time when his songs are on, but I just feel like he's not the most, in terms of, like, being an artist or like I just don't think he's the most interesting artist he's fun and I really like that song that he does with Cardi B that is fun as hell I see I think that he is a fun performer he's definitely of of the the closest caliber to a Michael Jackson that we will have in our generation for sure with the way he dances yeah, that's with a different style. I know, that's what I mean. I'm not saying it like he's not Michael Jackson. He no. never will be. He's nowhere near Michael Jackson. But that's the closest, at least of what I know, of like huge pop music that we're going to get. Ooh, but you know what? Speaking of Michael Jackson, you know who that little boy was who went on stage with Childish Gambino? That is the little boy who is the voice of the of Simba in the upcoming Lion King movie. Aww. And he sounded exa- a lot, not exactly, but he sounded a lot like a young Michael Jackson, and it sounded fucking awesome. Yeah, I can't argue with that. It had me very, very excited. It's going to be really great. Yeah. You know that Bruno Mars song? You know how many people it took to write that song? Nine. Yeah, <laughs> Nine yeah. people wrote that song. But on the other hand, you know Despacito? You know how many that took? One, two, three, four, five, six people. And you know who one of those writers was? Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. He's there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's in there. He's in there. He's there. Yeah, because he was in, he I mean he was in the song. He mm. he yeah, but he was one of uh he was one of the writers. I was glad he wasn't in the performance. I actually don't hate Justin Bieber, but I was glad that he did not perform with Despacito. I feel mm-hmm. like that was not yeah. his moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the other uh, writers in that song, Jason Pooh Bear Boyd. Do we know Excuse him from me? elsewhere? <laughs> or is that just- no, I just want to say Pooh Bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a weird controversial stance. I... Really loved the praying. Have you guys seen the, the the clip of Kesha's praying? Oh my god, it was the song is very powerful. The it's song very is awesome. moving. I love Kesha. You know I love Kesha. Love Kesha. She and like it's like Cindy Lauper's on stage. There was a bunch of other like w- like empowered women on stage singing with her, but she didn't sing it well. Am I? Is that? Am I? Is it just me? I don't. I get. I really enjoyed it. I don't know like the original recording super well, so I don't know if, how different it sounded. But I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed like the I, live performance. I did not see it. I think that she was just. I think she was just really fucking nervous. Yeah, which I get. Mm-hmm. But like, and and I'm glad that I feel like I I haven't seen too much of like people shitting on it. But it's like she couldn't. It was it, like because I've listened to the album a lot and I love that song and I was just like, oh, this song is not. This is not how she usually sings. I she see. sings a lot better than this. But huh. I think that she was just really nervous. And it's sad because it's like it's playing everywhere. And it's just like, it's just not, it's not what she sounds like. 
Interesting. Yeah. See, I don't know that. Like, the, I've heard that song, but I don't know it well. So I didn't have it like a compare. I didn't have like the original kind of in my head to compare it to. But I was just gotcha. like, I was kind of swept up in the whole thing, the whole performance, and the whole presentation, and like all of the women stepping forward, um, like having the men in back, like playing playing the instruments, and the women all stepping forward together, and like all like grabbing hands and stuff. By the end, I was like, <laughs> oh, of course, it was very moving. Yeah, it was so so good. And while we're talking about the live performances, can I just say, Rihanna, man, man, oh man, I, never before have I wanted to fuck Rihanna as much as on Sunday night. And that kind of makes me want to look it up then. Yeah, you should. Yeah. She is, I mean, Even she's if you just dynamite. Find a picture or a gif of her in, this, in her live performance, the dress she was wearing. Hmm. She's like, I guess people are like on her case for having gained weight or whatever. She looks fantastic. Hmm. She looks She's fantastic. Looks, I'm watching her laying on a p- piano right now. Uh huh. Huh. Yeah. She, yeah. She. I mean, she's definitely gained a little bit of weight, but all it's making her is curvy and uh, beautiful and a yes, goddess. Yes. Not that she wasn't before, but now it's just like you imagine just like pumping it into her. Yes. She just. <laughs> uh, she, I just want to touch her. Like looking at her makes me want to touch her. I mean, 2000. It, I, she'll never top 2014. 2014 was the sheer dress. You remember that one? Let me. Uh, re- I, 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 let me. I'm just gonna refresh Molly's memory on this. One. Oh yeah, I had forgotten. You know. It- <laughs> <laughs> oh, how short our memories are. My friends and I had just been in a debate because we were doing a Would You Rather Beyonce mm. or Rihanna, and everyone chose Rihanna, and I was so stunned. I was like, "You're really all gonna choose Rihanna over Beyonce?" And I was like, bringing this up to air my grievance as Rihanna came onto the stage in that dress, and I was like. All right. Yeah, I'm going Rihanna. All right, I get Rihanna. it. Yeah, I get uh, it. <laughs> I'm uh, every day of the week. I'm going Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she seems like she'd be more fun. That's that's yeah. That's what some people said too. <laughs> <laughs> like you get high with Rihanna. Yeah. You know? Like Beyonce it, is so like poised. Yeah, it's like Rihanna seems like it'd be like really casual and fun, and we're just gonna kind of explore each other. You know, we're just gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a good Saturday night. But like Beyonce, like I'd feel very nervous the entire time. And I, I got to feel like she'd be chastising me and telling me I'd, yeah. be, I'd be doing everything wrong instead of just, you know, gently guiding me to uh, a good place. She, I got a feeling like Beyonce just wouldn't be any fun at all. I think the song Drunken Love has made me really want to fuck Beyonce specifically, though, yeah. because it's yeah. such a narrative of her fucking and it yeah. sounds so nice that it makes me I've been thinking about what it'd be like to fuck Beyonce ever since that song. came. Maybe out. I'm judgy. Yeah. Maybe I'm being judgy. No, here, I, th- you know? I feel you. I think Destiny's Child era Beyonce definitely oh, for yeah. sure. I think she was probably a lot more fun back then. Young, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before all the business came in, mm-hmm. yeah. yes. Now she's too poised. I mean, poised to the fact that, like, or like to the point that. Did you see like the whole thing with Chrissy Teigen or Chrissy Teigen when she was leaving because she's pregnant as fuck and she's a big party girl? Uh, it was John Legend's wife, and she was. They left the Grammys early because she was like, I can't drink. I don't want to be here anymore. Basically, she was done. And she's really pregnant at this point. And when she went to go leave and she was going to go say hi to Beyonce because she had never really met her before. And she said she was so nervous to talk to her. And this is Chrissy Teigen we're talking about. That she went over to her and, like, grabbed her hands and, like, bowed her really <laughs> uncomfortably while like John Legend like high five Jay-Z as they're walking out and she was like it was so uncomfortable I like bowed to her as if she was a queen 
And what am I doing? Like she's like completely beat herself the fuck up over it. But but because isn't that 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 but that's what what's so funny about that story is that that's interest that's a reflection of how Beyonce makes us feel. It's not actually an indication of how Beyonce herself acts. It's not like Beyonce said you must bow to me, but we feel right. that we must bow to her. Meanwhile, she's sitting there with like because Blue Ivy came to the Grammys. She, they're sitting there with snacks and juice juice boxes for her. Uh-huh. So it's like they're just people. They're just at the people. end of the day, they're just people. They're just like us. They're just like us. No, I would say yeah, my like life is very similar. Any other millionaire is just like us. <laughs> Stars are. Just I've got like my us. Garfield. I hate Mondays shirt on, and I am just like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find Rihanna this year, though, Marcus? You you see how how I said she looks great. Yeah, but uh, twenty fourteen, man, the, it, that's just uh, she looks great this year. Yes. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. but twenty fourteen is the uh, that's that's the year of Rihanna. <laughs> what were but your- don't worry, guys. Uh, Lord didn't perform, but you two snuck in there twice. <laughs> twice. You two performed two times. Oh. I mean, Bono was there two times. What do those guys have over the music industry? I don't know. Like, why didn't Lord perform, and why was Bono there twice? There so you know that I'm obsessed with Lord currently, right? So I was looking this up because I love her so much, and they offered her to sing. Like with the uh, Tom Petty tribute, they wanted her to sing "American Girl," and she's like, "But I'm from New Zealand," <laughs> so she said no. And then they're like, "Well, we asked her, and she said no." They wouldn't let her sing her own song, and all they would allow her to sing was "American Girl." That's weird. Yeah. Also, she's not American. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a little. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on this. I felt a little bit weird about they had a tribute to um, the gun massacre victims in Las Vegas and what was the other recent mass shooting? I don't even remember now. Um, but the what they sang was the song "Tears in Heaven" by Eric Clapton. Yeah. And I just thank you, Jackie. I just uh. feel like singing oh. a song that is a very specific tribute to a very specific person that everybody knows the story of that song. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, baby's out the window. Not to get too political, baby's but <laughs> there are there are regulations about window guards now. You know, much more than there are regulations about fucking guns. But anyway, that's such a specific song. Everybody hears that song and thinks about a child falling out the window, and then. And to sing it for this other tragedy, it just did not feel right. And I love that song. But it just felt like a bit of a shoehorn, you know? Yeah. And also, that song's so, it's like parody now. Like, it's so, yes. it's like cheese to the point of, like, that, me and my friends, even in high school, like, we used to, when something supposedly sad would happen, we'd just go, yeah, it is. It is. A, it's a parody song at this point of all the songs that they could have picked. I feel like it was like they did it last minute. They're like, um, I don't know. What's a sad one? It's a sad song. Uh, about tears death. in heaven. Uh, slap it up there. Put some guitars up there. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I was joking. Like it would be like if they played Candle in the Wind for the, for the Las Vegas. Like, yeah, I would have loved it if they played. <laughs> That's about somebody's specific death. Like, you know, if they play, they're like, this this song is for the Las Vegas victims. You'd be like, no, it's not. Yeah, and it's like, that's the thing. Would you know my name? Like, who is me? Who is the, who's the narrator in this? Like, who is singing the song? Are they saying like, would you know Chris Stapleton if he went to heaven? 
they it was it was like I yeah, it was so well meaning, but such to me it was a real swing and a miss. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah, there was <laughs> Well sometimes There the, was a lot. The tributes do swing and a miss sometimes. Like the David Bowie tribute a couple years ago was a huge swing and a miss. Uh because yeah. the, uh, the one of the guitarists was playing out of key the entire time. Uh, it was it was either one of the guitarists was playing out of key or uh, one of the singers was singing out of key. It, it was all very hastily put together. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess they only had a few weeks between the Grammys and uh, David Bowie's death because David Bowie died in January. And Bowie's hard to do a tribute to. Extremely to, difficult. To do justice yeah. anyway. But, yeah, um, I feel like, right, I just, it's, you know, it, yeah, it was, it was like... <sighs> Yeah, I guess because it was a concert. Oh, because it was a concert. That was why they were doing it at the Grammys. That yeah, Las yeah, Vegas yeah, that one. was the whole thing. And yeah. maybe it was also Manchester must have been. So it, it, it that part made some sense, um, but it just, it was, right, it felt not thought through, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole, I just, I thought that there was such a huge level of uncomfortability about this entire Grammys, especially the fact that, like, no women won, and they were trying to do all this, like, step up thing, and it's like, that, like, that the Grammy, like, the head of Grammys is like, oh, women need to step up. It's just like, dude, not right now. Can you save those sentiments for, like, a year from now? My yeah. God. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. Also, no one watched it. It really? had the yeah. lowest ratings in a decade. Really? Yeah. No one gave a shit. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I watched it after the fact just because I was like, eh, 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 I'll get there. I love that Logic song, of the suicide prevention number. It's that is that is a good one. I love that. I loved Kendrick's performance at the beginning. That was just like amazing, um, and I loved Rihanna's performance. And then the rest is completely unmemorable. Mm. Also unmemorable is what is going to be next week's Super Bowl performance by one Justin Timberlake. Is it is it Janet Jackson supposed to be a part of this? I've, she is not allowed. Yeah. She is banned oh. from the Super Bowl. Which is very unfair if he's allowed back and she's not, in my opinion. Yeah, wasn't he the one that ripped it off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he should be banned yeah. if anybody's banned. Yeah, but it was her titty. <laughs> It, they should both be banned. banned. <laughs> yeah, if anybody's banned, or nobody should be banned, because that was fine. You know, that was ultimately fine. You will be able to perform at the Super Bowl if you remove your left breast. <laughs> your left breast is not allowed. Is not allowed in. It's not our fault. You may reattach it after the performance <laughs> is through. Just put some Velcro on it. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. It's just weird because, like, the Parents Television Council sent this open letter to Justin Timberlake being like, please, please, please make it appropriate for children. It's like, of course he's going to make it appropriate for children. Of course it's not going to fucking happen again because now it's old hat. That yeah. was in 2004. Come on. Get over it. This is going to be so boring. Like, yeah. we're not going to get, like, we're never going to get another Illuminati ritual like we did with Madonna. Oh my that god, with all the cum everywhere. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was so great. That was so much fun. Yeah. It's and now it's just like, what was it? When did the red hot chili peppers come out? Was that last year or the year before I, last? Oh my was that god. La- I can't That was the year before because it was just it was just Gaga last year. Wasn't she all alone? Oh yes. Yeah, it was just Gaga. And it was Bruno Mars the year before with the red hot chili peppers. Yes, yes. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's when it didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the one. one of the oddest moments in Super Bowl halftime history. 
Yeah. It's just like, excuse me? Why the Red Hot Chili Give it away. All right. Yeah, whereas like, I'll, I was excited for Katy Perry. Uh, of course, I was excited for Beyonce. Excited anytime. Wasn't it The Who recently? No. Yeah, but that was garbage, though. Come on. Though. Yeah. I don't know. Any that kind of garbage. big epic experience. I, and I like JT. I like Sexy Back. He's I like fi- his newer, JT's you know, fine. He's fine. But he's just fine. Yeah, he's. I'm not, I'm not going to like tune in for him, you no. know. No, and also his new album, I've been listening to it, eh, and I like old JT, yeah. don't get me wrong, but the problem is that like, he's like putting out these videos that are trying to be like, saying something, but it's like, dude, you're a rich white guy, yeah. you can't do this shit, like, it's not for you. Yeah, right, as as we said to Jughead, Jughead. this is not your story to tell. <laughs> it's not your story to tell, this is nothing to fucking do with you, dude, you can't do it. This, like... Molly, you have to watch the supplies video. I watched the whole thing and I was just like, oh, God. Stop. Okay, I'll watch it. Because I don't know any of JT's new work. I'm totally stuck in like circa 2007 to 2009 JT's work, you know? You know what? Stay there. Yeah. You don't want it. It's so boring. It's all exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me very sad because I do like JT. Yeah. Well, I guess we're not going to really. I mean, maybe something weird will happen. I doubt it. I think this Super Bowl, all in all, just overall, is going to be pretty boring. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think I think maybe we'll get some weird commercials. Ooh, maybe we'll get a new Clint Eastwood commercial. Oh, and we'll probably get some real stumbly political commercials. That's what oh, I. Yeah. Oh my god, I cannot <laughs> wait for the weird political commercials to fall flat on their fucking face. Yeah, just from every direction, like Trump political, Me Too political, <laughs> just missing the mark on all levels because they're all going to be commercials and yeah. they, they can't be that good. Oh, that's going to be rough. I had not even thought of that. It's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be woke is what it's yeah, going to be. It's going to be sadly woke. A lot of Except hashtags. for the, um, the uh, Chris Pratt. He did like a little teaser of his Michelob commercials that are going to be playing, which I think is just going to be him shirtless drinking Michelob multiple times throughout the Super Bowl. And you know what? Hell, I watch it for that. You know what I'm really excited about is the teaser that's coming out about the Danny DeVito Eminem commercials. That's yes. just Danny DeVito wearing shorts in a large vat of chocolate because he's the Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> I I love Danny DeVito so can do gross. no wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's they're, they're super gross. I'm like, you know what, M and M's. Yeah, that's Thank the escapism you. that we need right now. Yeah, you I know? like that. <laughs> I'm afraid that there's gonna. Yeah, I just like. I feel like it's. I can't. It's gonna be like beer commercials trying to be like. You know, basically, like, if you don't like it, tell me. Like, you be like, don't use alcohol as a tool to assault people, but do drink a lot of it. You know, we just don't yeah. need that. Oh, I can't wait for the share a bud with your neighbor. Yeah. That, that commercial's definitely coming. Oh, and they're all going to be, it's like, oh, this one's a Muslim, and this one yep. is a priest. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just going to be so much. It's like, just shut up. I think just Coke- fucking shut up. I want Puppy Monkey Baby. That <laughs> <laughs> Puppy Monkey Baby. I want the return of Puppy Monkey Baby. Where is Puppy Monkey Baby? <laughs> and if I see any of those, what is it? Dilly Dilly bullshit. Oh, there's, the, we're gonna see the the climax of Dilly Dilly. Well, and remember last year, Budweiser had those those commercials that were like, "Your beer is delivered by immigrants," and mm. then like the next day, Budweiser was like, "We didn't mean anything political by that." <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they don't even have the balls to be like, "Yeah, immigrants are good." Like they're just like, "Oh, oops, if that if that seemed like a message, we're just trying to tell it you wasn't. to drink beer." Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't look over here. Don't worry about us. <laughs> so I guess that is the thing is that Dilly Dilly is the it's the least political thing you could possibly make about a beer because it makes no sense and it's very annoying. Yes. I and I was back in Florida and everyone there loves it. If you br- if if the commercial comes on everyone goes like Dilly Dilly. It made me want to blow my brains out. <laughs> yeah, I don't even—I don't think dilly I remember dilly. the dilly dilly thing. Dilly dilly is just—it's a newish thing where, oh, new. like these Budweiser commercials, where it's like a medieval times thing, and they all just go dilly dilly, and they raise their glasses to each other. It's like saying cheers or oh. something, and it's caught on with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yikes. That's it. That's all it is. The whole thing. Give me the frogs. Give me Waza. <laughs> I will take any of them except for Dilly Dilly. There's just some, I don't know why it's burrowed a hole in my brain right next. It's like nestled next to Remix to Ignition. And they're sitting in there and they're having a little party. And a little party just eating my brain like I got mad cow disease. <laughs> just like a race to mediocrity. In your yes. brain. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I've been pretty largely immune from Dilly Dilly. I haven't had ma- Dilly Dilly hasn't made its way into my head. Really? Not yeah. even. I thought you watch your like your your cable shows, your uh, your network things. No, they, they they don't do Dilly Dilly on Me TV or <laughs> Buzzer, the game like the, the network game show network, uh, like the ne- the game show network that you get on the antenna. <laughs> they don't do like Budweiser does not buy ad space. Like it's more like. Is your catheter doing what it should be doing? <laughs> like it's I'm Alex Trebek for an health insurance. Like it's that's the yeah. kind of commercials I see. Fair enough. All right, I'll give that to you. I just keep staring at these pictures of Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes before the Grammys. Did you see these? Yeah, why was she there? She presented a Grammy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why. I think they were just like, hey. Watch you watch we put them in the limelight because they don't want to talk about their relationship. Yeah, and <laughs> they I mean, look really cute together. You know, yeah, good good for her. And the fact that she presented a Grammy, I was fine with it, but I was just deeply confused because I was like, not only are you not a musician, I'm not even sure what you've done any acting in recently. Hmm. I don't think she's done anything recently. Or maybe is she coming out with something? I guarantee you she's coming out with something. Yeah, I get her. It's a- gotta be her that. agent's got her that. But isn't she? Hasn't she spent the last several years just trying to extricate herself from that a relationship? From the Jamie yeah. Foxx relationship? No, from the oh. Tom Cruise. Like, like yeah. hasn't she been dealing with custody battles and the science, the Scientology mm-hmm. Church trying to kill her and all that? Oh, she's got three movies coming out this year. Really? Yeah, Whoa. Dear Dictator, Ocean's Eight, and Doorman. But that's in pre-production. Interesting. But yeah, she's an. Oh, Ocean's that's right. Ah, uh, yeah. Ocean's, Ocean's 8, Eight is the all women Ocean's Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's what I mean. That's the thing, though. It's like that. It's just like it's hard. It's sometimes hard to where it's like, all right, well, cool. You like you don't need it. It's like now only the women. It's and like, I'm saying this as a female actress. I just see it's like. I guess it, I mean it's good for me, but also it's like, but if you don't want to put me in this, like you don't have to. Like if it makes a better movie to have someone else do it, you could do that too. Yeah, I mean maybe it'll be maybe it'll be great. I just feel like I don't when I feel like there's a lot of gestures towards change when the institutions themselves aren't changing, and that's yeah. what annoys me. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of look at Ocean's Eight and I'm like, cool. Yeah, 
I mean, all, all right. I, I never saw any of the Oceans movies, so yeah, I'm not going to watch that's this. That's the thing. I have <laughs> like, no I strong also, exactly. <laughs> I also won't see this one. No strong feelings about any of the Oceans movies. And you know, if if like right, are the is it, are there female directors and producers and, and and writers? In that case, I would be I would be pretty psyched. Um, in another case, it might just be a marketing thing, you know. But again, if they're cast in women, that's good for actresses. But don't worry, Matt Damon's in it, so if you missed him in the Tiny Man movie, you can catch him in Ocean's 8. (laughs) Why does Matt Damon get to be in it if it's an all-female Ocean's 8? That guy needs to take a break. Oh, he's fine. hes I just feel like he needs to have a seat for just a few minutes and then come back. You know what it is? He's the Nilla Wafers of people. Because I love a Nilla Wafer. Don't get me wrong. I can I can eat a, a like I can eat about five Nilla wafers, but when I hit that sixth Nilla wafer, it's a little dry. Like, eh, it's bland. Yeah, mm. I need an Oreo now. Well, I think he is like a Nilla wafer, but I think with Matt Damon, you got to put him in some banana pudding. Uh-huh. See if you put Ooh. if you put the Nilla wafer into a banana pudding, then you can eat eight or nine or maybe even ten Nilla wafers. You ba- are very right. You're <laughs> right, and then you let him soak in there because then it's about the journey. Mm-hmm. The banana your pudding, mouth, the not banana just, pudding yeah. is in this case, it's like a a good script, like uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, or like, like the yes. talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah, yeah. But if it's yes. just him on his own, you're like, stop talking, <laughs> stop yeah. talking. Also, he was really fun in Thirty Rock. It's like he's fun when he's put in a good environment. Yeah, yeah. Interstellar. He was great. That? Yeah. Yes. And I just don't want to see Tiny Man movie. I refuse to see Tiny Man movie. Yes, he's definitely and, and 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 you know I'll take him over Ben Affleck any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll take Matt Damon over Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. If if Matt Damon's a Nilla wafer, Ben Affleck is like um you know uh, one of those cookies that is called Break Time that comes in boxes that costs mm. like a dollar twenty five. Mm. Yeah. I would actually put him more like the the cookies you get in the ten, the old lady cookies. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, but the pretzel one, because that's the cookies. best one. Yeah, yeah, right, like a yeah, like, yeah, he's a, like a, a shortbread a, cookie, a plain butter cookie. Ugh. Although I gotta say, I'd rather get drunk with Ben Affleck than get drunk with Matt Damon because I feel like that would be more of a fun time. Mm. Now nah, Matt Damon or uh, Ben Affleck's gonna get weird at the end of the yeah, night. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> he's that's gonna what I would like. Cry. He's yeah, gonna yeah. cry. Yeah. He's gonna talk about his insecurities, mm-hmm. and he's gonna cry. Yeah, I think Matt Damon's gonna be more fun and more. I think he's just gonna be chill throughout the night, and then at the end of the night, like when you get weird, he's gonna be like, ah, "All right, good." <laughs> I'm going to get out. I, I, I got to get up early. I'll, I'll see you later. And he's not going to make you feel weird for getting weird. Yeah. He's just going to leave. Yeah. I guess that's true. I just feel like he's like a one or two drinker, whereas Ben Affleck and I would just like rage for three days. He wouldn't see the kids and he'd come back and it's just like, I married her. And I'd be like, I don't, I didn't want to, but I did it. 2018. Yeah. But you like getting drunk and getting weird with people. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you getting drunk with when when you know, kind of agreeing to air out your demons together can mm-hmm. be a fun drinking experience, yeah. you know. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, and also recently they showed that he's got a big tramp stamp. Uh, he was on a motorcycle and his shirt rode up, and he's got a tramp stamp of something. And you know, I gotta find out what that tramp stamp is. <laughs> <laughs> I why I I don't know I don't know if I've ever met a man with a tramp stamp. Maybe it's Batman's face. You think so? Because he was so insecure. Marcus, about would you that. get a tramp stamp? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, there's a, a very long article about his tra- his possible tramp stamp. I don't. I cannot tell 
at all what it is. It's new. I'm showing it to. Well, wait. Yeah, I can't show it to Molly. It, it looks like a feather of some kind, but it's yeah. not centered right above the butt crack. It's more off to the left. Is it like the type yeah. of symbol where he definitely just went into the tattoo parlor and like looked in a book of meaningful symbols? And he got flash. And he picked one that's that means like creativity. No, it looks kind of like maybe it could be like a peacock or a amoeba. Yeah, possibly some well, sort of plant. <laughs> David Beckham has a tramp stamp, though. I mean, that's, you know, yeah, sure. I'm sure that looks great on him. You know, men, like if a man has like a nice lower back, that's a nice area of their body. A male tramp stamp could look great. Is it still called a tramp stamp on a man, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's equal. (laughs) (laughs) Equality. Is that real? Wait, are you looking at the same list, Marcus, that Jake Gyllenhaal has a Steelers tramp stamp? Yeah, he's got a Pittsburgh Steelers tramp stamp. What? That's really weird. That's so weird. That's really weird. Why does he have that? I'd oh, s- that would still that bang would him. Weirdly, I mean, it's definitely still bang him. It's just like I feel like I would take off a shirt, look at it, and be like, "Huh, Steelers, huh?" Well, Steelers, that's a choice. Steelers, I don't like. But a man, as the more I'm imagining these hot, not Ben Affleck, the other hot men with tramp stamps, um, David Beckham and Jake Gyllenhaal, I think I'm kind of into it. I think I can imagine. <laughs> I'm into good. it. Yeah, I guess I'm into it. You know, Interesting. M- men have nice backs. If they have a nice back. If they like, have a ben nice Affleck back. Ben Affleck does not have a nice back. That's the whole thing. Yeah, he's just he's just kind of a lunk. Yeah, he's in a rough spot. He's just. But like then a there's big all lunk. these pictures of him just like chain smoking cigarettes, just like walking with his ex and his kids, and it's like, dude, maybe you just need to go on vacay for a long time. He's known for that. He goes on many a vacay. He shows up in the blind items a lot as a, a vacay man, going back and forth, in and out. He's got a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they keep shipping him off to rehab, too, but it turns out it's not sticking. No, it's not sticking at all. All right, it's time for Blind Items. Ah, we can't can't see him. Y'all are on point with that now. We're connected. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Celebrities who are related to real royalty. Ooh. Ooh. Chin, chin. (laughs) Angelina Jolie is related to the Duchess of Cornwall, Camilla Parker Bowles. She definitely carries herself as someone that is related to a duchess. Does that mean that John Voight is also related? That's my question. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's her mom's side, though. Yeah. Maybe Could it's be. on the mom's I hope so. Yeah. I just don't want John Voight to be proximate to anything good. He's I got to feel like it. that if John Voight was related to the royal family, he would have said something by now. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyonce. She oh. is Queen Elizabeth II's 12th cousin once removed. Wow. Maybe that's why she's How? so, so um, poised. <laughs> Interesting. That 12th cousin blood. <laughs> 12th cousin once removed. What does that mean? Once removed means a generation. So, like, your parent's cousin is, as far as I understand it, it me- is once removed. Your grandparent, your, gr- your parent's first cousin is your first cousin once removed. Your grandparent's first cousin is your first cousin Twice removed. Uh-huh. So whole- you can fuck those cousins? I don't know where the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can okay. technically fuck any cousin past first cousin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And it's fine-ish. Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get to third cousin, you're totally in the clear. Oh, cool. All but right. fucking your parents' first cousin is like the. Yeah, fucking your parents' first cousin is going to be a bad deal. 
Or yeah, even fucking the kids of your parents' first cousins is probably going to be a bad deal. Yeah, at this point, you're yeah. also talking about skipping generations, which is like, <laughs> you know, it could be okay if you're all adults, but it's also, it's a big, that's a, a generation is a is a, yeah. a number of years. Unless you're pulling an R. Kelly, then it's not mm-hmm. good. Yes, then yeah. it's not okay. But if it's your parents' first cousin's, like, kid's kid, that might be fine. I think okay. that's what means second cousin, right? I think that second cousins are when you're in the generation, the same generation, but mm-hmm. it's like your cousins' kids and stuff. I think I'm not totally sure, but I remember think being able to remember that once removed means generation, which makes sense. Mm. So yeah, second cousins you can probably yeah your your first adult parents' first cousins' kids you can probably fuck them. Yeah, you totally man. Yeah, when you look it up though, you get some you get some hits on here. <laughs> If you look up, can you have sex with your cousin once removed? I guess you can't. You can? You can't. You can't. Yeah. Again, they are going to be your parents' age. <laughs> because you, you might can't have zero genes enough. in common, but you might have you might not. Uh-huh. So it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Hmm. No? Wow, there's a lot of people that are attracted to their uh, first cousins once removed. I think when in doubt... Don't do it. Say no. Yeah, when yeah. in doubt, when it comes to fucking your cousins, just <laughs> cool it. Yeah. Err on the side of caution. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Madonna also has family ties to Camilla Parker Bowles. Wow, all of oh. these elegant people. Is it Bowles or Bowles? It's Bowles. <laughs> it's definitely it's, bo- it's definitely Bowles, yeah. You're, not, you're like, you know what? Just answered my own question. Ba- yeah, just totally, <laughs> yeah. Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Depp is also Queen Elizabeth II's cousin. Yuck. 20 times removed. Yuck. Whoa. But at that point, are you technically related, though? Like, it, it's not the same. Yeah, 20 times, please. I guess it's somewhat connected. Somewhat. 20 times yeah. removed? Does that mean 20 generations? I think, no, I think 20 times removed. I have no idea. And I will never figure this out for as long as I live. I know that for a fact. Like, is it that's a, okay? Is it a vertical time leap or is it a lateral, like a horizontal leap? Like, well, like Queen Elizabeth is still alive, so yeah. I guess it's lateral. It must be lateral. Hmm. Tom Hanks is a cousin of Prince William and Prince Harry. Ooh. Oh, that's what we didn't talk about. Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks is going to be Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Oh yeah. I think I, that's going to be a heartwarming tale. I'm a little bit skeptical. Yeah, I'm a little skeptical too, but I, I, I'm scared. I want it I'm to scared. Be, I want it to be very good. I want it to be very good too, and I do like Tom Hanks a lot. I think he's great, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared because Mr. Rogers is so important, sacred, and sacred. And I think that he's more. What I'm more. I, I know we are almost out of time. We can say maybe this more for next week, but it's more. He's not just a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to just be that Tom Hanks plays him as a nice guy. Yeah, he's much more than that. He's yeah. much more than that. He's magic, and I'm worried that Tom <laughs> Hanks is not going to be magic enough. I'm a little mm-hmm. worried. People were very happy, mm-hmm. and I want people to feel happy, but I am scared. I just want them. I just want the movie to have a Mr. Fred Rogers, Mr. Smith goes to Washington moment because it's beautiful. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you ever heard his speech that he gave? Uh, in support of public television, I think I've only heard it once. I think I want to go home go and back, watch it. Go back, go back, check it out. It's beautiful. But that's what jo- John and I were talking about this recently. He said, "Who do you think should play Mr. Rogers, and and who should do it?" But if we had gone back in time, it should have been Jimmy Stewart. Mm, yeah, of course, he's the only person. Oh that. yeah, that's who should have done it. Mm-hmm. He would have been able to do it. I just yeah, I think I and you know how I feel about Tom Hanks. I love him 
more than I love myself. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's too bubblegum. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Because Mr. Rogers is, was a little weird. Yeah, he was. He yeah. wasn't totally normal. Yeah, he was an odd yeah. man. Yeah. Because yeah. he had to be. Yeah, he's like a little yeah. like ethereal. He played with puppets every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for Blind Items. Ah, we, we can't see, see him. This Hollywood nanny has worked for some of the biggest celebrities in the world, but she describes the high-profile high children of this A-list couple as by far the worst she's ever looked after. Says the nanny, entitled, spoilt, and rude. And she claims most celebrity kids are usually, to our surprise, quite good. She predicts these kids will grow into, quote, just the worst adults. Kimye. No. There's a, a lot of them. There's like five of them. The Jolie Pitt kids? The Jolie Pitt kids. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's especially with the fact that, like, Brad Pitt was so bad for so long that they probably just let them run amok. And on top of the fact that, like, it's the whole, like, adopted versus non-adopted kids mm, yeah, that they probably crazy. just let them run fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of tumult in that house. Yes, much tumult. Very tumultuous. Can have a toll on the children. Yeah. So, yeah, it's possible that uh, we'll be seeing some scandals here in a few years. Interesting. Oh, especially as they get older, too. Oh, what are those kids going to fucking do? Yeah, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. The other item I got, this is a spy item. This has actually got a little bit of intrigue to it. This former almost A-list, mostly movie actress turned escort, is hiding out in the U.S. because she stole a painting from one of her clients. <laughs> now she's hoping another client will pay off the victim client so she can go back overseas and make some more money. A-minus movie actress. A-minus movie, but she's not, not American? from here. She's American. And she's a yeah, and she was a big actress for a, a long time, but she has been yachting for quite a few years now. Are we talking Lilo? We're talking Lilo. Oh, she's stealing damn. paintings. Remember, she stole that jewelry a few months ago. Oh yeah, she's damn. gonna get fucking ganked if she does not watch her ass. <laughs> she's stealing a painting. Gotta say, I don't usually like talking about the Kardashians, but it was pretty funny that. Kim got those like crazy braids. Everyone like flipped out. They either loved it or they hated it. And Lindsay Lohan commented on her Instagram photo, dot, 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 I'm confused about the braids. And then Kim Kardashian wrote at Lilo, well, I was also confused by your weird sudden foreign accent, but I didn't say anything. Ooh. And I was like, damn, what is she? Yeah, I, mean, I was just <laughs> as annoying as as the Kardashians can be. I would definitely side in a fight between Kim and Lilo. I would side with Kim any day. Yeah, me too. No, I'm going. Me I think too. I'm going with Lilo. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think really? I am. I think I am. She's she's showing moxie. <laughs> she's showing a lot of moxie here. She's stealing paintings. Stealing paintings from is a big Johns. Move. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I mean, also. How, how bad, I mean, I, I hate to use the word badass, but it's kind of badass that she not only stole the painting, but she's making one of her Johns pay the other John <laughs> for it. Like, she's not even, she, she doesn't even have to get in the fucking middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a badass. Yeah. Yeah. I've always had a, a bit of a soft spot for her. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the hotness. Has sexually, <laughs> sexually, the sexual attraction is quite, quite a, quite a. Quite a bit to do with that, <laughs> but you you had a, a soft similar soft spot, if you will, for Kim, didn't you, with the sex tape? Oh yeah, but more as far as sex tapes go, I'm still gonna be a Pam boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pam oh, Anderson. Yeah. That's my first. I'm always gonna love it. 
<laughs> Pam boy. Always going to be a Pam boy. Hell a yeah. A video gigolo. <laughs> a cyber trick. And speaking of which, got to listen to Riverdale Roundup this week. You do. You have to. Oh God damn, God. it's so good. That's all the time we have for today's page seven. Hell yeah! <laughs> so Hold on to your hat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Love you guys. Bye.